Welcome to the CE Pro Podcast. I'm Executive Editor Arlen Schweiger. 2020 was all about adapting to changes, and one segment of the custom industry that integrators leaned on heavily for that was their distributors. In this week's episode, Powerhouse Alliance Executive Director Dennis Holzer tells us how its member companies stepped up their dealer support over the past year. We also chat about how dealers can continue leveraging their distributors for growth as categories like home networking and home entertainment provide rich opportunities these days. Dennis Holzer, Executive Director for the Powerhouse Alliance. Thanks for joining the CE Pro Podcast today. Arlen, it's a pleasure to be with you today. So Dennis, just to start off, uh, for anyone who is watching this or listening to it who might not be familiar with Powerhouse Alliance, uh, you guys are certainly a big presence in the industry. Just um, if you could just give us a brief overview about your company uh, for anyone who might not be familiar. Absolutely. Powerhouse Alliance is a consortium of 11 different independent wholesale electronic distributors around the country. Uh, with that said, we have 56 locations around the country for product pickup. Uh, or certainly warehouses in general. Um, and all of our members, we specialize in four categories. We specialize in home theater, anything you need, in home theater, networking, residential security, and like commercial products. And the home theater category is what brought all of us together. And um, the reason we got together as a group, frankly, was for best practices. Um, you know, and, and I like to say we are a national distributor um, and people say, why do you think you're better? Or you're different. And, and there's a lot of great national distributors out there. But the one thing that's different about Powerhouse is we have 11 guys who do the same thing 11 different ways. And they do it 11 different ways because every market is different. And we cater to each market. There's a corporate office in each market. Um, and I, I think that's what brings us all together and what, what makes us what we feel um, as, as very good in this industry. And as I said, we collectively, every member has about 125 to 130 lines that we offer. And again, as I said, 56 locations, convenient locations around the country for uh, integrators. And that's who we specialize in selling. We don't sell very many retailers. We specialize in selling to the integrator installer in the categories I mentioned. Right. So that's great. And we, that's one of the things that we really wanted to get your perspective on, uh, because you have such a, di uh, such a diversity in your members uh, and such a, you know, just a, a long lineage of experience and expertise in the industry. So I know one of the things that you guys recently did uh, was you put out a white paper. Uh, it's called The Landscape of Change, Charting New Territory in the Custom Installation Industry. Talked a lot about uh, 2020 and a lot about uh, predictions or an outlook for 2021. And so in surveying your members, we really wanted to get kind of a, a nice perspective on kind of that broad reach of what they experienced last year and what they're thinking about uh, for projecting for this year. So let's start there. Let's start with last year. Obviously, um, as we're recording this, it's been just about a full year since the pandemic really kind of shook up industry operations and certainly we had uh, you know, that big decline right at the start and a lot of uncertainty about what was happening. And then kind of things, depending, especially depending on where people are based, kind of 
got back into not quite normal, but the industry definitely thrived in certain aspects. Um, so in talking to your, to your 11 members, um, what can you tell us about how they experienced last year and some of the biggest lessons that they learned during 2020? Well, Arlen, if there's if there was ever a word called roller coaster, um, 2020 was the roller coaster. Um, you know, every year starts out a little bit slow because you're you know you're winding down the fourth quarter, and you know there's typically the year starts off with the consumer electronics show, which obviously 2020 did, and then we started to hear about the sickness, the epidemic, and you know obviously. Uh, Thankfully, none of us have ever experienced anything like it. Um, so we didn't know what to expect. And, and I will tell you personally that, you know, I, I was concerned because at that point we were hearing a lot of negativity. And, you know, the first thing that comes to my mind is, I, as I said in my, my pregame warmup, if you will, we specialize in selling the integrator. And here I'm thinking, who's going to let an integrator into their house um, if this is as bad and as, as passable of, of an epidemic as it, they were telling us at the time. And, and again, at the time, we knew bits and pieces. I probably was outrunning everybody and thinking worse. Um, so, you know, I didn't know what to expect. Um, but what we did do as a group, we huddled up. And the first thing we did is CDC came out with guidelines. And, you know, our business is the integrator. And that's who we cater to. That's what we focus on. That's who we have to listen to. And so the first thing we, we made our integrators understand, not that they didn't, but told them is, look, we're here. We're open. Um, we will function a little bit differently in that, obviously, we have to social distance. Um, if you want to pick up product, there may be a slight delay because, you know, we're social distancing, et cetera. Um, but in addition to that, what we're going to do is we're going to add a lot of things to the menu that we didn't do before. And, you know, I'm proud to say, and, you know, obviously hindsight's always 2020, but I'm, I'm, as I sit here today, I'm proud to say that during that period, we didn't close one location. We didn't lay off one person. Um, and we were still able to get our message out to everybody, including people, frankly, who don't buy it from us, who may have may be purchasing direct. We have product. It's available. We can deliver it safely to you. And and what we did do. And as I say, the word delivery to you, we obviously we were taking a lot more product out to people's cars and trucks in the parking lot in lieu of them coming to our counters and, mm -hmm. and picking up stuff. Um, we didn't close any of our showrooms. So all of, in all of our locations, we have the self-serve component. Um, so our integrators can come in and as early as 7 a.m., go up and down four or five aisles, pick up what they need, and they can leave, obviously check out and, and leave. So we were still maintaining that, but again, on a social distance platform. Um, we were doing a lot more dropping off at job sites so that dealers didn't have to come. Um, and, and again, because a lot of our factories and their warehouses were closing down because they had people who had COVID, uh, we didn't shut down and we made everybody aware that, look, we're going to be here. We're going to be open. In a lot of cases, we're extending our hours uh, and we will do whatever it takes to get you the product, whether you've been a, a customer of Powerhouse's members or not. 
And, um, you know, again, I'm, I'm here to say 20 hindsight, 2020 and 2020, um, everything really went pretty smoothly. And my fears were, were fully incorrect that, um, if anything, it went the opposite way where consumers now were obviously doing a lot more work from home. And I think it exposed more blemishes in their home in their mind. And as a result, our, our business and their business really took off to the point where many of our integrators were backed up two to three months getting two installs, uh, as opposed to, you know, I mean, they were still going job to job, but um, they were really backed up for estimates they had given. All of a sudden, everybody's pulling the lever and saying, hey, can you be here Thursday? I need a new router. I need whatever you promised. So, um, you know, uh, like I said, as I, I look back, I'm ecstatic with the results. Um, I'm so proud of my members because they didn't miss a beat. And, you know, the luxury of the group, you know, and I, and I say this in almost every meeting I have in private with my members, is the best consultant that they can get is in the room of Powerhouse. Because somebody somewhere has experienced the problem or whatever problem they're experiencing. So they can talk to all the other members and say, hey, you know, I have a terrible um, system. I need a new accounting system. Well, got a lot of members they can talk to. I need a new forklift. I need my, my packaging, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So um, those are the best consultants in the room. And it really came to play in 2020, specifically in early and mid 2020, where, you know, every day was a question mark. What's going to happen with this with this epidemic? Yeah, it certainly it becomes like a mini think tank almost for, you know, Absolutely. problem solving, basically. So and so in terms of that roller coaster, obviously, as we were saying, things really did start, uh, start going back on the uptick. And so a lot of what you talked about in that white paper that just came out, um, were some really interesting numbers about some of the some of the product categories that um, you know really wound up doing well in terms of like year over year. And so I want to ask you if you could um, outline a little bit more about what those specifics were uh, and what the powerhouse members are really bullish on for for the rest of 2021 and and why is that so with certain categories? So you know one of the things. Um, we saw is obviously the video category. Um, you know, the video category on a good day is a unique category because every year the sizes of televisions are going up, getting larger, uh, prices are coming down. And as I said, when people were starting to stay home and they were, I call them blemishes, you know, that's my terminology, but I'm sure, you know, in your own house, I call it a blemish in my own house, but, you know, for people who may have three or four or five years ago installed a 55-inch TV, uh, a 1080p TV, a state-of-the-art TV at that time, here today they can get a 65 or 72-inch TV at equal or the same price they paid for the 55-inch TV. It's now a 4K TV, and, you know, obviously the quality of the TV and, and the smartness of the TV are significantly better than that TV. So we started to see that all of a sudden, again, consumers are staying home and saying, you know what? 
um, that 55 inch TV, now I can get this 72 inch TV for the same or less. I'm going to do it. I'm here. You know, we're not going anywhere. Uh, we're going to upgrade that TV. Uh, yep. as you know, I, I know exactly what you're talking about because <laughs> I just did that. <laughs> there, there you it's go. Funny. It's like we have, you know, we, we moved some stuff around in our house. We had a hole to fill and, you know, we were looking at TVs and honestly, I hadn't bought one in about 10, you know, close to 10 years. And it was yep. just, it was crazy just looking at it. And is this for um, uh, both displays and projector and projection? Um, is the projection category been big for you guys? Absolutely. As well? I mean, the entire video category. Um, and again, the same goes for projectors, although they haven't decreased at the same, you know, percentage rate that TVs have decreased. They too went from 1080p to 4K. Um, and you could replace this stuff without, obviously you didn't need a construction crew to, you know, to make significant changes in your home. And I, I think that, and you know, Arlen, you, you mentioned a good, you said 10 years, you know, the average consumer um, a lot of their TVs are six, eight, mm -hmm. 10 years old. And the significant, as I said, the significant changes in size, price, quality, and smartness, specifically smartness, because now, right. you know, so many people are sitting on their sofa and, and going and doing their banking, et cetera. Um, so that became, I mean, we were stunned with so let me you know, ask the you, powerhouse of line for TVs is Samsung. In, in terms of the TVs, obviously the prices have gone down. Uh, the the installation could be a lot simpler now because maybe you don't need to add the source components if they're big streaming. Uh, do you, have you also found that um, accessories and attachment sales with TVs have gone up as well in terms of you know the cabling, the mounts, uh, sound bars, you know any anything like that. Everything that the TV category pulls along with it, it did pull along with it. You know, mm -hmm. we talk about, um, you know, TVs, obviously the, the one significant, if you're going back six, seven, eight years, really, frankly, five, six, seven years, the thickness of these TVs has decreased significantly. And so now all of a sudden, you know, an integrator comes to your house and he says, Okay, we did put that 55-inch TV. That was an LCD TV, so it was probably two, three, four inches thick. And then the mounting equipment behind it, you, you know, you couldn't get as flush to the wall um, four or five years ago as you can today with the thinness of the TV. So you're, that's exactly true. And then while you're putting in, you're putting in better HDMI cables. Um, you're, you are putting in flusher mounts better at quality mounts and I, I you know the mounts are of quality but obviously they're thinner so that's why i'm saying better quality mounts um and and then all of a sudden we we hit the audio category and people are saying well if you're putting in a, a new tv my receiver is is typically older than the tv um uh, receivers you know obviously th there are significant advancements with with receivers but nowhere near to the level of the advancement of the quality of picture and smartness of TV. And so now they're saying, hey, we might as well look at replacing my receiver. Mm -hmm. Well, now all of a sudden we're talking about the receiver. We, what are we firing the receiver to? What speakers? So it, it, it is not a single purchase or a single fix. 
it is a multitude of things. And again, I call them blemishes, but they're not blemishes. People are saying, hey, if I'm doing this, I'm home and I'm going to be home. Um, I'm going to upgrade everything that's involved in this purchase. Sure. So and just a real chain reaction. Exactly. And, you know, what people don't think about, but they're reminded real quickly, is when you're talking about the smartness of your TV, um, again, that's going through the Internet process. Now, all of a sudden, you better make sure that you have a router that can fire as fast as, you know, you don't think about it. But I, I have a wife and two daughters. And, you know, you you hear these numbers of how many devices that people have in their house. And, and the first thing you're inclined to say is, no, I, I really don't have that many devices. But then you, you sit down and you think about that. Both of my daughters are, are younger. They just graduated college. They're both lawyers. They're both working from home. They both have two cellular phones. They both have a laptop. They both have a tablet. And that's before they get to the old man and, and his wife, and then not to mention the family room TV and, and, and et cetera. So now all of a sudden, you're at 20 devices, 25 devices easily. And everybody gets on those devices. And that's when obviously you, you see that there's a red light. And, you know, I, I hear from my kids that, and, I, and I've replaced my router now three times, each time getting faster, faster, and faster. Because they're saying, we can't wait for this anymore. Well, now all of a sudden, what are you going to do? You say, hey, you get from 11 to 12, shut off all your devices. Obviously, you can't do that. People were so used to working on the computer and watching TV and doing the different things we do. So, again, going back to what you said, it is pulling a lot more products into it. It's expo exposing a lot more of the weaknesses that we didn't realize we have. And... And the integrators are, are capitalizing on that. And I, I don't use the word cat. That's not the proper word to use. But as a result, um, they're getting a lot of jobs with a lot of work, you know, in the same locations they've been. Sure. And I, I, I believe um, in the white paper you did, you had some pretty staggering numbers about the network in terms of uh, the growth of that category. And, and certainly I would imagine that that uh, is going to continue um, straight throughout 2021 because, you know, as far as we know, Either companies might go back to a hybrid work situations or people continue to be at home for a while. Well, and, and you know, I need to give a shout out to um, several, uh, certainly several of the vendors we do business with in the networking category, because, um, you know, what started to happen in a lot of areas is no one ex first. And it goes back to what I said at the beginning we all were nervous in March and April because we didn't know what the future had ahead of us. And several vendors cut back on their production. And by cutting back on their production, obviously now they have less goods. But I think a shout out for us goes to our, our networking vendors because they did an absolutely tremendous job. Um, you know, you saw on the white pages, um, our numbers in those categories went up by staggering amounts. And those vendors were able to supply us with probably 70 to 80% of our needs. Um, and 70 to 80 with the increase that we saw, two and three and 400% increases, um, that really, you know, they deserve a lot of credit because, you know, on their end, 
you know, should I cut back? Should I leave the production going? What do we do? You know, um, if you thought like me, you would have cut back the production and then I wouldn't have had any product. So um, they, they did a great job, even though it wasn't enough. Um, but they did max out their capabilities and allowed us to supply our dealers uh, as best we could um, in allowing dealers to get pick up the product and, and make the installs. Sure, that's great to hear. Uh, Dennis, I wanted to ask you in terms of, uh, you know, being di executive director of uh, a consortium of 11 members, uh, it, you are kind of like the head coach of this group. And so <laughs> certainly they look to you for guidance, uh, where to be steered, you know, in certain ways. So obviously, like you've been saying, there are a lot of categories that are just basically selling themselves right now. Um, are there any that you can think about for 2021 that you'd like to see integrators um, kind of give more consideration or focus to that you think could really lift their business? And are there any that, you know, maybe they have kind of a tough time selling that, um, you know, you are really as, as coach, um, you know, looking at ways that uh, Powerhouse can help kind of elevate sales in certain areas. Yeah, so Arlen, I, um, I'm not going to tell you the number because it will embarrass myself, but uh, I've been in this industry a long time. And, and through, throughout this industry, we've heard this one word consistently called convergence. And, you know, I heard, I've heard convergence for the last 15 years. And I think really, really now coming into the world of convergence. And what I mean by that is that obviously there are systems that you can control everything in your house and, and um, people are, are utilizing that system. A lot of people obviously are adding surveillance cameras to their houses. They're adding alarm systems to their houses. And so much of this product now can be controlled by their phone, controlled by their tablet. And so I, what I set out to do with Powerhouse, and this goes back five or six years, is that I, we were a home theater set of distributors. We had everything you needed to, to develop a home theater, you know, produce a home theater in, in a person's house. I brought residential security to the group because I felt as we moved forward, this was going to be a vital component. Um, I brought networking and, and that one I'll use a little loosely because I didn't bring it like I brought residential security. Networking obviously came to us uh, because we, we all knew that that was going to be something big. And so as these categories started to come, um, I, I was hell bent on pushing the members and I can tell you the residential security category is, is a totally different security, a totally different installer. There's totally different licensing in many states. Um, so it was a real learning experience. Um, and I'm glad and I think my members are glad now that we did it because now, as I said, a lot of people are starting to this convergence. Maybe not everybody's putting in a whole home system where they're controlling everything by their phone but they are putting in a doorbell and they're putting in some surveillance cameras uh, and some other products that they are controlling individually by their phone or by their tablet. And so as we look to 2021, you know, 
obviously COVID is decreasing, but it's not going away anytime soon. Um, you know, my, uh, as I look in Dennis Holzer's crystal ball, I think that we're, we're going to have this at least if you listen to the president last night, he said he thinks there will be vaccinations available to everybody by the end of July. And then he did asterisk that by saying, okay, they'll be available, but then we have to get them into people's arms. So with that said, let's say August, September of 2021, which means people are still going to be home uh, for the duration of that period anyways. Um, and, you know, we're all a little suspect to everything. And so uh, let's say all of 2021 is we're not going to be back to what we all knew as normalcy. Uh, there will be some aspects of it in different places, but, you know, I think 2021 is going to resemble 2020, not as harsh, but very closely. And with that said, people are going to stay home. And whether they're forced to stay home or they're going to want to stay home or they're nervous about going out. So with that said, I look at categories, specifically um, shades. Um, that's a, it's not a new category, but it's a newer category to the public. Mm -hmm. Um, I think the shades category is going to be very, very strong this year. I think the networking products are going to continue to be very, very strong this year. I think TVs, because again, of sizes, I, I think that's going to continue to be an, an extremely strong business. Um, you know, Arlen, I'm, I'm fully, uh, not embarrassed to admit, you know, when I looked at the security issue back last March, I thought, to me, people buy security systems, protect their homes when they're not home. Um, so I thought, well, if everybody's going to be home, who's going to buy security and surveillance? Uh, and how wrong I was, people are home, but the residential security business went through the roof. The mm. surveillance business, the outside cameras, the inside cameras even went greater through the roof. Need I say the different various companies that have doorbells? I mean, that's become significant. So that business, in my opinion, will continue to escalate, escalate and do extremely well throughout 2021. So, you know, with that said, I, I think the only category that we're not seeing and, and understandably is the professional commercial category. Um, it was really starting to take off before COVID hit. Mm -hmm. um, and we specialize with our integrators in doing bars, restaurants, you know, some schools type stuff and, and um, boardrooms. So because people aren't in restaurants as much because the boardrooms aren't booming as they were, that business has slowed down. Um, I think as we get into the third and fourth quarter, we'll start to see that pick up. We have a ton of that product sold sitting in our docks. They're, the jobs are good. But the vent, you know, the integrators aren't ready to pick it up because they haven't got the go ahead to go back in and, and finish the job. So, right. Um, yeah, I actually wanted to ask you about that <laughs> in terms of because I know we've been covering more, you know, light commercial slash resi-mercial, how, however you'd like to call it. Um, does any does any of that uh, have an impact that you can see from your 11 members being spread across the United States in terms of how how geography has impacted things like? You know, are, are there some areas where the resi-mercial business maybe is doing a little bit better than others or things like even uh, we haven't mentioned outdoor technology. Obviously, it's I was gonna get you know, into about to be spring. You know, certainly I would imagine, especially with people being home, they're going to want to spend, you know, out quality outdoor time. Uh, 
which you know certainly means uh, great opportunities for integrators, I would think. Um, but in talking to your members, is, does geography have much of a say in terms of um, how those kind of sales are going? Yeah, it does, because obviously as you get Midwest and East, um, need I say I'm in Pittsburgh and we're looking at six to nine inches coming tonight. I woke up this morning with the wind chill factor or seven below. So as opposed to a California, I would have said Texas, um, but they've had their own issues in the last couple of days. As you look to the West um, and you look down South, the Floridas of the world where they really have, I won't say 12 months a year of great weather, but you know, I can, I can say 10 to 11 months of great weather where they have a lot more outdoor restaurant type, you know, mm -hmm. places to go. Um, they've, they too have still been hit hard, but not to the level of the places in the Midwest and East where we typically have five at maybe, you know, depending on April and September in the East and the Midwest, um, you know, you're on borrowed time when you get into October and November. Um, so, the outdoor capabilities, the professional um, commercial capabilities that we have in the colder areas um, is significantly decreased. Um, but that's not I mean, all 50 states were hit. And, you know, at the beginning, I, I would say throughout 2021, I if we talk about states that were hit the hardest um, without question, I would say the New York, New Jersey area. Um, that's where we saw that they were hit the hardest. Again, my member never closed. Uh, they were forced, frankly, to deliver a lot more product because people weren't coming to their location as often, but they still needed and wanted the product and had jobs to install. So we've literally had 50 states doing 50 different things at different times throughout the year. And, and again, I go back to attribute to my members that they all, the, the, the great thing about them is they all reacted when necessary didn't overreact and just made sure that they listened and were prepared with their integrators. And, and I, I got to say equally as important, make sure they took care of their staffs, that they were safe. Um, and so, you know, we take shipments coming in, for example, we would spray our shipments that came in before we would just automatically unload a pallet. We'd let that, you know, for 30 minutes, we'd spray them and then we'd unload the pallet. So, you know, obviously all the, the proper gear, the gloves, the, the masks and things like that. Sure. Um, and we supplied those, supplied them. And also, if you came into our locations, we obviously gave you if you didn't have one. But we also supplied a lot of our integrators with that product. Um, and, you know, it wasn't the easiest thing at certain times, again, in different states. You know, some states you could get it, some states you couldn't. And, and we went out of our way in a lot of cases to buy product so that we could give masks and gloves to our, our integrators so that they were safe. And, so Dennis, in terms, of, uh, in terms of that for this year, um, has there been sort of a kind of a norm that, that the different members have settled into? And is it, is it mostly warehouse pickup? Is it still a lot of drop off at sites and things like that? What, um, what, would, what would you say is, you know, sort of, business as as usual as it could be these days um we are delivering a lot more product um but i i will i'm pleased to say it is business as usual um we've become innovative frankly in some situations 
um, where we might Uber product to a dealer. You know, a dealer calls us and says, hey, I, I didn't I forgot to pick up one extra remote control. <coughs> well, typically our trucks load, you know, the night before the morning of they're out. So there's no way to get a truck back in. We, we do have a lot of salespeople, you know, who are in locations will run a product out. But we are in several instances, we're using Uber to deliver products if there's something that needs to be something very quickly. Um, and obviously, there's full responsibility with that type of stuff. So th there's nothing that the great thing I could say about Powerhouse today is there's nothing off the table mm -hmm. for integrator to get him his product so he can complete a job. That's as I said to you right at the beginning of the conversation, uh, we don't exist if our integrators don't buy from us. So we've got to cater to what their needs are. Right. And the, the great thing is we've been able, I used to, when, when I took this job, I always said to my guys, we've got to go from being, because distribution has changed drastically over the last several years. We've got to go from being a tugboat to a speedboat. And whatever that involves, and every market's different, uh, as I said, we now have over 56 locations. Uh, we have six locations in Southern California. And, and some of those locations on a great day are 30 minutes apart. Mm -hmm. But on a bad day, they're two and a half hours apart. So, um, you know, that's why we have the quantity of locations. We, we've added five locations in the last three months. Um, we're going to be adding four to five more locations in the first quarter to the mid half of this year. Um, to me, it's all about locations. Some of my competition criticized me as being old and analog. Um, you know, uh, to me, I, I think that's, you need to cater to your dealer and what your dealer needs and where your dealer is. And that's what we're trying to do. Yeah, so you guys, it definitely sounds like there's just a ton of flexibility for, for the integrators who have certain who have certain needs and you guys are providing that. So I actually did want to ask uh, a little bit more uh, specifics about things that you kind of alluded to um, when we started off, but in terms of stuff that happened last year that, you know, we know a lot of, a lot of companies um, were addressing special business needs for their members in terms of, you know, hosting zoom meetings, doing zoom webinars, uh, virtual happy hours, just to have more engagement like that. Um, so what did that look like? If there are any specific examples you have of some of your guys um, catering in that way to their integrator customers, and then is that something that kind of will be going, you know, going on continued in 2021? And, you know, does that also include things like dealer support in terms of project lead generation, more, um, you know, design and installation consultancy, or, you know, even even guys who look to distributors to help, you know, like say technicians who are looking for jobs. Obviously, there's you know people are always looking for different talent in the industry. There are always job seekers, and there are always integrators that need to fill certain positions. So, kind of lumping all that stuff together from beyond product support, but just dealer support. Uh, if you can just tell me a little bit more about you know what certain members did last year and and what the group is going to continue doing in 2021. So the, the significance is that um, 
I guess the good thing for distributors is you can't go to the yellow pages anymore and look up audio, video, and find five pages of installers. Um, that obviously never was, never, it isn't, and it, it never will be. Um, so all the distributors out there, and there's a bunch of good ones, whether they're part of Powerhouse or not, the significance is that we all have a lot of the same products or if not the same brands, a lot of the same categories of products. And so I've always approached it is that, okay, that's what we have, but we need to be different. How are we different? We need to provide the necessary services to make us better than, than our competitors. And the services include having product in stock when you need it. You don't, if you're a dealer, you don't need to call us for an appointment. You come in, um, you know, we're open, uh, our busiest hours are seven to nine in the morning, three to five in the afternoon. A lot of our dealers come in in the morning to pick up goods for today's job or come in in the afternoon to pick up stuff for tomorrow's job. We've got to have that product on hand. And that's what first and foremost, the integrator requires. Obviously we got to be competitive priced. Um, thirdly, prior to COVID, we, our goal was to have one training session per location per month. Uh, in addition to that, our goal was to have what we, it's the old fashioned word, um, but we used to call it counter days on Friday. So in every location, there would be a rep or a vendor. Um, and obviously because of the quantity of locations, it was different reps and different vendors at every location. Um, but the majority of our locations, if you went at lunchtime, we had a grill fired up. You could grab a hamburger, a hot dog and a Coke. You can get your product and you can talk to the vendor who is at that location during that day. Um, and then in all of our locations, we have product specialists. So for, for guys who come integrators come in and say, Hey, I'm doing this type of job. Um, I'm not quite sure if I should use this surveillance camera, this router, this whatever, whatever. Uh, we have product specialists and, and that's ongoing. That hasn't stopped because mm -hmm. of COVID. Um, we supply that at every location. I think that's one of the main things that sets us apart that we're not a, some call it a hub and spoke where there's a big warehouse somewhere and there's, you know, three or four warehouses around the country, but there's no individual localized service. We offer individual localized service. Um, so as far as the actual trainings are concerned, We've done them all. We're doing webinars. We're doing the Zoom webinars. Mm -hmm. We're doing a lot of, you know, recording it and putting on YouTube, um, which is a lot more of an added that we didn't do before because we would do one a month in a location. Now we're recording them. So the dealer, you know, we don't want our dealer, to be very honest, spending his time with us during the day. We want him out of installing, making money, buying product, et cetera. Right. So now he, at his leisure, Either he or the people in his company can go onto YouTube, look at our training sessions. Um, we had one member and a couple of members have done this now, but it was started by 21st Century based out of Raleigh, North Carolina. They have five locations. Um, they did a virtual roadshow, which they do a roadshow every year for their dealers. They go to hotels, you know, throughout the territory and mm -hmm. um, followed up with a top golf or something like that at every one. Uh, they did a virtual roadshow where it was the same thing, but the dealer could watch it 
you know, from obviously the confines of his home or office. And they would see the same thing that they would would see regularly if they were in location. Um, got the same offerings, specials, etc. So the unique thing is nothing is off the table um, during COVID. Have and, you done anything with those counters where you've taken and connected <laughs> any any of those reps uh, directly with dealers via Zoom instead, or you know, done absolutely, any sort of absolutely. Like that? What we've done is, and, and I've done some of this from my standpoint, but also our dealers, our, our, our members have done this, um, where a dealer is putting on a webinar. A lot of the webinars specifically for new products, we're inviting our salespeople and our dealers onto the same train. So they're learning it at the same time we're learning it. Hmm. So if anything, we've sped that up. Typically, we would learn it. And then we would take all that information, we would condense it and compress it to what we felt was the most important, and then we would have it in our locations. Now our dealers and their and dealers and their installers who are working, they are coming on to our webinars and they're able to see trainings just at the same time, same speed, same everything that we're seeing. And, and in addition, Arlen, the one thing that we have not gotten away from is that, as I, I said, most of our locations offer a self-serve component. So what we've done, and we did this before, but we're, we're emphasizing it, it much more now, is at the end of each aisle, we have end caps. And if we're picking up new products or new technology, we're making sure there's working demos on the end caps. Mm -hmm. So when dealers are coming in to pick up product, we're highlighting some of the new things and telling them at that time when the trainings are going to be. And we do allow um, our dealers in many of our locations to bring their consumers in to see our, you know, we have demo rooms in, in all of these places. So to help a dealer, because again, touchless and, and everything that's going on, mm -hmm. we're allowing our dealers in a lot of instances and we will not sell a consumer. Obviously, we are only business to business, but we'll allow the dealer to bring in their customer if they want to see some of these products in working order to help them close the sale. Very cool. So that's so they are getting a good idea whether or not, you know, if they want to have someone, a dealer come into their home to do a demo, even if they don't want that, they can go with the dealer and see the product in action in case they have any questions about it or anything like that. That's, that's very cool. Exactly. And we don't expose pricing, you know, on things mm -hmm. like that. So, um, and, and we're happy to help the dealer, um, close his customer or show his customer, you know, what the products are, you know, a lot of, uh, you know, there's, there's two types of products out there, three types of products. There is the do it yourself products. There's a lot of products out there that are do it yourself, but, if you're anything like me when it comes to electric and things like that, you want someone to do it for me um, because I don't want to blow up my house. So we do a lot of do it for me products. Nest thermostats come mm -hmm. to mind, um, ring doorbells. You know, they call that DIY product, but there's a lot of consumers who, who don't want to touch a thermostat. Sure. Certainly. So we do a lot of that type product and then certainly the custom installation type product. Sure. So lastly, Dennis, before we go, what I wanted to ask you in terms of products, since we're on that topic, is that Powerhouse has its own A2V, A2V branded products. 
And so I just wanted to update on that in terms of anything that you can tell the CE Pro audience about, um, you know, what what's going on there in terms of new products, um, stuff that you've seen that's been particularly popular and, and anything that um, might be coming down the road here in 2021 that you can kind of uh, give a sneak peek about. Well, the, the, the key to what we've done with A to V products is we have got into that business with staples. Um, you know, all of our competitors, frankly, they have their own version of certain products. Um, so it was, it's a necessity to be in that business. What I've tried to do is something a little bit different than some of my competitors, not all my competitors. But when we put together, first and foremost, an A to V product, we spend a lot of extra money on packaging. Uh, we want the outside of the box. It's, you know, a couple of my competitors put it in brown corrugated boxes. And as I said, we have self-serve locations. So you walk into a location, you see a beautifully, beautifully boxed tier one product, and then you see a brown corrugated box. It looks cheap. So we, we make sure that all of our product is in four, four color gloss boxes. So everybody, all the product labels exactly what's in the box. So you know exactly what you're getting. All of our products that I went after, the mounts, the cables, um, and when it comes to mounts, for example, we don't sell to get the price down. We don't sell a non-UL product. Um, all of our products have every certification that you can have on a product. The A to V products all have that. And as I said, we started off with staples. So we have mm -hmm. mounts. We have our cables, for example, we have two sets of different cables. One is HDMI certified. Um, and then there's another certification in the business called DPL, which we also have certified cables by DPL. Um, and they are different certifications. Some dealers prefer, you know, they're happy with HDMI. Some want, you know, the DPL. So we make sure that we have both of those. We have um, mounts. As I said, we have cables. We have racks, you know, nine inch racks, 12 inch racks up to 42 inch racks. Uh, in the rack business, we do things a little bit differently. We don't sell KD racks under the A to B. Everything is built. Everything is full featured. Um, two fans in it. You know, everything's grounded. It's already built. So it's it's not broken down. It comes shipped on a pallet. Mm -hmm. So uh, we, we've gone the extra steps. We're making a little let less profit on those products so that we can offer those products of the highest quality in that category. Uh, we have our own custom in-wall speakers, in-ceiling speakers, subwoofers, outdoor speakers. Um, so what we've, again, what we've tried to do in the category is make sure we stick with staples, things that people use. I, I'm not looking for the 20% of the market. I'm looking for what people use in the 80% of the market. Um, you know, as a heads up, some of the things that we're coming out with, um, in new products will be products controlled that you can control by your phone. Um, that's going to be a new category for us. We'll have several categories in, you know, controlled by phone, tablet products. Um, it's a little. So are those you're talking about like IOT devices? Yes. Or? Yes, I am. Okay. Um, and they will be under the A to V label. They again will be have full service, full everything that goes, um, uh, with those products, just as you would any other product. Um, 
And those will probably start to be available in the powerhouse location sometime June, July, August. Okay. Um, so we are stepping up that category. Uh, and the one category, I want to go back for a second that I left out, but we expect to be a huge category this year is outdoor. You mentioned it, outdoor products. You know, so many people are putting, making their family room in their kitchen an equivalent out on their deck in the backyard. Outdoor TVs, outdoor kitchens, outdoor speakers, outdoor capabilities of routers and things like that, hotspots. Um, so that's a category that we are really, really going to focus on um, in 2021 because we believe that, you know, when again, I go back to my word, blemishes. Um, people are looking in their home. They can't wait, especially you're where I'm at now. You can't wait until there's going to be some warm weather that you can get out onto your deck into your backyard. And, you know, I, I'd be lying if I didn't say, and I think some people will lie and not say, but they're going to be, you know, they're working from home. What's the say if they're working on their computer, what's the difference if they're working in their backyard uh, as opposed to in, you know, in their man cave or woman cave or, or uh, home office. So that's going to be a category. And, and I expect we, we do a couple different vendors in that category, actually three vendors in that category. Um, we've really beefed it up in 2021 because we expect that to be a really booming business. Right. Definitely. So a lot of good stuff to look forward to. Uh, and certainly, yeah, we can all kick back on our, uh, on our deck as long as we have good, good Wi-Fi coverage out there. Absolutely. So, <laughs> Absolutely. Great. Well, Dennis Holzer from the Powerhouse Alliance, again, I really uh, appreciate you coming on and sharing your perspective from the distribution side of the industry. And thank you very much for being on the CE Pro podcast. Arlen, it's been a pleasure. And, you know, just for any dealers who don't know who Powerhouse is, www.powerhousealliance.com. It brings up the map. It tells you who the distributors in your territory. Um, we'd love the opportunity to, to service any and all dealers. And uh, I certainly appreciate spending the time with you this afternoon and, and catching up. And hopefully at some point uh, in 2021, we'll be able to catch up in person again. Let's hope so. All right. Thank you very much, Dennis. We appreciate Thank it. Thank you. I appreciate it.